Hello, and this is Nina Rossini on behalf of Drama Victoria. I have the pleasure today to be interviewing Peter O'Neill, who is uh, from Calista Catholic College. And Peter, I notice that you've got your lovely um, um, advertisement um, T-shirt or um, windsheeter. Yep. How are you going? Yeah, good, thanks, Nina. How's, how's the show going? Uh, yeah, good, good. It's, it's been uh, a really busy period. We've started at the start of the year and we've got every Sunday for the rest of this term. I think we're in the second last week of term. So uh, there's a lot of people involved. We've got about 100 students involved and it's, yeah, as you would know, it's a busy period. Yeah, it's fantastic. So let's, let's start with the first question. How, when and why uh, did you become involved in drama education? I did a primary teacher's course and I taught for about six years at primary level and we do end of year shows and that sort of stuff. And when I was at teacher's college, when I was in first year, the third years put on a uh, poor theatre performance. And the uh, Ian McFadgen, who was a, a writer, wrote the play for the students and they came in and it was in a, a blank space and they came in and performed and they played multiple characters and I was just blown away mm. by how amazing they were at the performance. And I just thought I have got to do drama now. So I enrolled in a drama unit. Uh, I went in the school production that year, the college production, and uh, the lead character pulled out about 10 days before the performance and I had a bit part and they gave it to me. So Oh, wow. <laughs> it was, uh, I'm lucky I've got a pretty good memory. Oh and, my uh, gosh, yeah, yeah. So I stepped in with about 10 days notice after about six months rehearsal and, and uh, got the role and I just loved it. And uh, in second year and third year I went in college productions and loved it. I did uh, sub-major in drama. And uh, at the end of third year, uh, a number of people uh, thought I had some sort of sense of humour, so they uh, put an application in for New Faces. Uh, was Bert Newton oh, yes, hosting. yes, yes, I remember those, yeah. Yeah, so I went on the show doing comedy with another guy, and we won an episode, and we came second in the series final. And from there, I... What did you do? We did what a... Kind uh, of, yeah. We did a send-up of Adolf Hitler. We... Uh, we looked at his performance and tore him to shreds on his voice production, his his production elements of his uh, his costume, okay. his weird outfit, and we uh, we tore strips off him, oh, wow. and uh, did a send up of his performance, and uh, we uh, they found it quite humorous, and they we got in the series final, and uh, we were banned from the series final because we did something which was political, oh, and yes. in those days they had a blanket ban on political content yes, uh, forty eight yes, hours before yes. the actual election, so. We uh, we came second and received our prize. All I did was show us receiving our prize. But I was sort of, uh, I just loved doing drama after that. And so after six years of doing uh, primary school, I changed over to secondary school. I received a lot of drama to do there. And we um, realised that oh, I didn't really have a great background in drama. I needed to do more. So I went and uh, enrolled in the... Uh, drama course at Melbourne Uni, the Graduate okay. Diploma in Drama, and did that for two years. And I, it was so, so practical, I was able to use the stuff I did in class, take it straight to class the mm. next day and use it. It was so practical, I just loved it. Mm. Uh, and then I think probably Steve, I think, who was interviewed a little bit earlier, yes. uh, he did a performance uh, with his year 11s when my first year there, and I was blown away by the capability and the just the expertise. Do you remember the, what show it was? It was The Precious Woman by Louis Nara. Okay. And they were, it was done in a uh, theatre in the round with entrances from about six different parts of the stage. It was a blank space and they were wonderful. Mm. And I, I was just inspired by Steve and his performance, his interpretation of the script and how he performed it on stage. Great. Would have been great to see. It was. The changes that you've witnessed during your time as a drama educator? Uh, look, I, I think 
well, when I first started teaching, it took me a while to get to year 11 and 12 because I was tr- primary trained. It probably took me three but that's, or four years. that's what that was across the board. Now it they was. give it straight away to the, you know, pre-service teachers almost. But yeah. 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 Look, I, I enjoyed it. You I, had to once work I got to year up. 11, you did have to work yeah. your way up. And uh, I. I in those days, I think the ensemble was externally assessed for Year 12. Mm-hmm. And I remember doing those. I remember the early solo performances. I think probably early on... Without I, any... any, It was just a bland blanket. It was a, yeah. yeah, pretty much. Yeah. It was a blank no script. No guideline, yeah. yeah no yeah. guidelines. But I went to a lot of drama and services. I went to a lot of uh, drama Victorian services out of Collingwood. I uh, went to the um, solo ones, the ensemble ones I used to have. And that was great to see other drama teachers and to get Drama Victoria's spin on what it was supposed to be. And also to work with drama teachers at school. We collaborated a lot and we changed over from uh, teachers at year 12 almost every two or three years. So we rotated oh, okay. it through yeah, so yeah. people got the experience. Yes. So that's something that probably changed in the last, probably in the last dozen years. We've had, I think, five teachers teach year 12. And so we've always collaborated, handed on our work to each other. And uh, so those changes I've seen take place. Uh, I've seen, I think students find it a little bit more complex now to do the solos. I think the demands of part-time jobs and family life has made it, I've found that students have found it difficult to really commit to what the solo requires and particularly the ensemble as well. Uh, well, I shifted from from drama to theatre in my school because the kids were just not, not coping with the you know, the type of clientele that I've got, you mm. know, um, it was just too hard. I did teach yeah. theatre studies early on at Units 1 and 2. Mm. Uh, but yeah, the, the angst that goes with uh, doing the solo uh, mm. and trying to get them used to it in Year 10 and 11 and, and realise that it's not, they're not going to die doing it. Yeah. Uh, and to give them the confidence to do that. That's it, right. that, That's been difficult yeah. over the last few years. Mm. Yeah. yeah. And what, what are some of the highs and lows uh, in your career? What are, what are the things that stand out for you? Well, I guess the the junior level, I love the enthusiasm of juniors. We've mm. done uh, mime and musicals, just the enthusiasm that they have to, and the joy that they get out of it. Uh, the highs have been watching kids develop their confidence. And I've had some tremendous results at year 12, but I think probably some of the ones that really stand out for me, the kids who really struggled, who put in for their solos and got much higher than I thought they would mm. and who mm. would come regularly to after-school rehearsals and really wanted to improve. And seeing some of the, their confidence build and their shyness dissipate to the point where they could, uh, you know, I, I think the value added of that, I think, uh, has been really great to watch. And, and seeing kids really flourish in, the, in those situations. Yeah. Uh, school productions have always been great because we've had a great uh, collaboration from mm. teachers mm. and a sharing of knowledge. There hasn't been a... a a real ego-driven uh, collaboration oh, between teachers. Great. There's a great sharing. Uh, I've never really wanted to have any control of anything. I'm just happy to be part of the team. Now you tell me something. You're an assistant principal. Yeah. And you're working as an assistant principal. Then you're doing after-school rehearsals for production. Yeah. And you're doing obviously. You're still teaching um, the year twelve drama. No, I've got year eleven drama this year. Year eleven drama. Yeah. Okay, but you're still doing after-school rehearsals. Maybe, we are. Maybe, yeah. 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 So how do you manage all of that? Uh, it's how do you balance the different roles? Yeah, I guess the for me that the the production is and the class of drama is something that really energizes me. Uh, the leadership position can be quite uh, incredible detail, uh, timetabling, uh, teacher and student management, uh, liaising with parents is, is very, very different. I've only come into the last five years. I'll, I'll be retiring at the end of next year mm-hmm. and uh, I'll have been in leadership or assistant principal for five years by then. 
So that has been, can probably come at a good time for me to move away from classroom teaching, but I was given the opportunity to teach still, and the principal said, uh, what would you like to teach while you're in the leadership team? And I went through a number of uh, classes I'd like to teach. He said, hang on, you can only teach one. And oh, I'm, yes, yeah. I'm the faith and mission coordinator, mm -hmm. so I chose year 12 tech and traditions. And then I, uh, I said, oh, hang on for a second, because uh, I, I teach um, and organise a lot of the celebrations, the religious celebrations, mm -hmm. and I thought, well, I often use my drama class. So I, I swapped, I said, no, I'd rather have a drama class. So that enables me to have the enthusiasm and the creativity of drama, mm. but also to get those students to perform some of the celebrations we have mm. with drama. So I chose that instead, and yes. I'm still faith and mission. And you're now. happy that you made that choice, obviously, because you're smiling as you say it. Well, I, the, the, <laughs> I have a regular meeting with my principal, and she said, what brings you joy each week? And I said, my drama class. Mm. I walk in a drama class. I've got 21 girls in year 11. Mm. They are a real mixed bunch of uh, personalities and talents, and it's just exciting and energizing yep. to be with that class. What they come up with is constantly amazes me. That's beautiful. You've kind of, uh, there's a little bit of hints there, but what are your highs and lows of your career? What has been happening there? Uh, I think there was, there's a drama teacher, uh, Donna, who's still there at the moment. She came about 20 years ago. She uh, instilled a new level of professionalism, I think, in the school production in terms of production values, set costume lighting. She's given me a great deal of uh, oh, enthusiasm for reinvigorating. I think the productions have been the highest, uh, uh, productions at year 11 and 12 and year 10 drama festivals, the Winter Arts Festival. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Winter Arts Festival was something I did probably in about the third year of teaching, which was uh, at the Arts Centre. It was about two weeks of ballet, dancing and production. That, that was an absolute highlight to start my drama career. Mm -hmm. uh, I think the lows have been, I think COVID the last two years, yeah. uh, we had the Adams Family as our college production and we got to within a week, both times of putting it on and canceled it both yes, times. Yes, So Did you ever end up doing it? We didn't end up doing no. it. So for two years, we, we auditioned them one year. At the end of the year, we got up to within a week of doing it around about August the next year, COVID hit. The same thing happened the next year and COVID hit. I think the other thing is I had a drama that, class. That was really hard for the kids, not not just for us, the teachers. But the kids were the devastated. Kids, yeah. They were looking for any way that we could perform it. Yeah. We had the theatre booked at the um, the Alexander at Monash yep. and it, it fell apart both times. It was just devastating for the for the students and for the staff mm. and uh, we gave it a gap year last year so we could have a bit of fresh yeah, air yeah and we'll come good, back this good, year probably good decision yeah. yeah and your most memorable experiences when you think back about you know you're going to be retiring next year so what is it that you're going to bring with you that's going to be really um oh look i was lucky enough i've got two three sons mm. uh two of them did drama at masnod college in uh in Mulgrave and uh, both of them got into top acts mm -hmm. and one of them got into top acts and top class and to be able to one of them particularly struggled academically did you help them I did I would uh, I said what would you like a hand with yeah. and uh, we would uh, sit down and uh, one of my sons was uh, not very physically capable very mm -hmm. good with language so I helped him just explore movement the other one uh, struggled his uh, dyslexic and struggled with uh, writing skills and uh, but it was very good at movement so 
I noticed that he was incredibly good at skipping. And I said, well, why don't you do some skipping for your solo? And he said, well, how would we do that? And he did the adventurer, the, uh, the Indiana Jones type mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Uh, character. And we worked out how he could uh, Use the rope and transform sort of the rope and that sort of stuff. It was Fantastic. just fun. And, uh, and, and apart from that, uh, I just you loved it. You brought your work home, but in a really beautiful way. It was great to see them yeah. enjoy it. It was great to work with my two sons on it. But also, I think every production I've ever done, uh, arts festivals with the year 10, mm. uh, in, any end of... Uh, uh, period time production rehearsal uh, year 11 and 12 and it's college productions I think they've been the highlight the, the ability I think probably to be, work in a team mm. in productions and to just be part of a team I've always loved being part of a team yeah, so and I've done a lot of plays over the time uh, outside college one of the drama teachers not the drama teacher the politics teacher did a lot of um, plays wrote plays okay. and we as a drama uh uh, faculty would often perform for him. We would, performed at uh, La Mama, uh, Carlton Courthouse. And uh, I think you probably very, very privileged because you said earlier on that it wasn't ego-driven. No. And I think yeah. you've been really lucky because that can cause so many headaches, you know what I mean? Yeah. So yeah. in that sort of teamwork where you're all just, mm. you know, appreciating each other's talents and just thriving in that way so yeah yeah it was great it was great to do I, i'd done a fair bit of comedy so it was great to do some serious plays and yeah. some drama and so particularly he wrote about a lot of the problems that existed in ireland mm-hmm. he came from uh, a, a, an irish background he was forced out here by um uh, some of the violence in Belfast, and he wrote quite a few plays wow. about that. That was great. And that, how wonderful to have a playwright, you know? Yeah, it was great. In, in your midst, of working with you. And his wife was uh, a drama teacher as well. She performed with us. Yeah. So you've mentioned a little bit about mentors and collaborators that you've had, you've worked with, and what about some of your favourite learning? You've done a little bit about learning experiences, <coughs> and yeah, how have I... you grown? As, oh. as, as, as a drama educator? Well, I did a lot of in-servicing. Do you do lots of comedy in your classroom? I do, yeah. <laughs> I, I, I think. Uh, I, I, look, I, I think uh, as well as being informative, it can be brecked in, but it can still be entertaining. It needs to be entertaining. Needs, yeah. I think there needs to be a contrast between drama and comedy, yep. uh, the tragedy and the comedy. Uh, the Kids need to learn both. That's what I they say. They do. If they want to have a... A good actor, a good A good performer. rhythm and a contrast in their yeah. performances. Uh, I... I did a lot of in-servicing. Uh, I did uh, Bell Shakespeare in-servicing. Uh, we've got a number of young teachers, uh, Diana and Jenna, um, have uh, been new young teachers who brought new enthusiasm. Uh, Jenna went to NIDA uh, mm-hmm. a couple of years ago mm-hmm. and did some uh, work there and she's come back full of enthusiasm. I've learned from her. Uh, the mentoring I did of uh, Diana earlier has come back because it just swaps over and she comes in with new ideas. So. Mm. I think, and, and you I, have that rotating too. Experience, yeah, I think uh, we had we've had uh, another student, a uh, student who was the the lead in a school production called Jungle Fantasy, probably 15, 20 years ago. Uh, came back as a drama teacher. Yeah. Uh, she then left to become a professional actor, mm-hmm. and uh, to see her come back and uh, to work with her and get her ideas and her enthusiasms. She particularly did a lot of stuff that was to do with social justice. She did a walk to Canberra to uh, to raise awareness about refugees, and mm-hmm. she had her petition tabled in Parliament. She did a lot of plays on uh, refugee status and situations. So to see that enthusiasm come back, to see ex students come back, to see uh, uh, Diana and Jenna, who are young teachers, and get their enthusiasm and they get their, their knowledge from in services. As I've brought up a family, I've probably gone to less in servicing. And as I've moved into leadership, I've probably gone to lesson servicing. So to see them come back and to rotate those positions, mm. I said, I think we've had probably five or six year 12 teachers in the last dozen years. 
and to collaborate, and that is and also great. and that sort of collaboration with the sort of the more the older, more experienced ones and the young ones, yeah. and and find yourself sort of you know working together and being on the having those same values. Yeah, that's so refreshing and regenerating, isn't it? It is, yeah, I think yeah. regeneration's a big word there. You yeah. just uh, the students give you regeneration, and mm. so do so do other teachers. And I think that's what makes a like a premiership team that mixture of experience. And that leads on to my next question. Right, the secrets to longevity in your career. Okay, um, I think I am uh, as an extrovert. I get my energy from other people. I think, mm-hmm. and to go into a class and to see the different stuff that kids come up with and you give them some stimulus to see the different stuff they come up with the creativity uh it's just hard not to get enthused and excited about it uh i think my longevity is i don't think i've ever particularly grown up uh i think you've got to have a a sort of a childlike quality to uh looking at things and being excited about things yeah i think so look i'm 66 this year and Mm. uh I think I've been able to maintain an enthusiasm about it to continually want to do new things to uh, to walk, I think to be able to walk into a class and just be excited and energized by what you're waiting to come up but that also gives you the chance to do stuff because the kids pick that up from I, I you. think I, th- I would hope it rubs I, off. I think in a way we are more energized because we do that kind of continuous mm creative work you know yeah. in our classrooms i i did uh, i've done a number of work on uh, character strengths and humor is one of my co- and creativity and mm. curiosity and i think having a level of curiosity as to what they can come up curiosity with, yeah you're right yeah yeah, yeah. and it's, it's, it's just um it is it never gets boring so that's right and so what advice would you pass on to the next generation of drama educators i think for me uh i would i would say is do as much collaborating as you can learn from other people no matter what level of experience they've got. Uh, I would say, I think particularly early on, going to Drama Victoria in services uh, on the solo, the ensemble, uh, on any in services they've got is really important. I think uh, for longevity, I think it's really important to develop a relationship with your class, Mm. to look at the different personalities in your class and how you can tap into their strengths. I think it's really important to create an environment where they feel comfortable to step out of their comfort zone. Mm. And if they trust you and trust each other, I think if they're willing to get out of their comfort zone, I talk about that a lot with students about what you want is on the other side of fear Mm. and on the other side of your comfort zone. So I think the relationship is terribly important. I think that's changed a lot over the years. I think uh, from my drama lecturer was quite, he was very demanding. Uh, and quite strict and I think I've learnt from that but also learnt to ease off and let students yeah. take over. So in other words, you sort of like, he was role model for yeah. the things maybe to do and not to do maybe. Yeah, he was fantastic yeah. but yeah. Uh, you've had to mellow as you go mm. on and you had to hand it over to students mm. and see what they come up with and you've got to be a facilitator more than a director I think and I think uh, my advice to young teachers is collaborate as much as you can get as much knowledge behind you uh, the drama teacher website uh, is fantastic there's so much good uh, chat GTP or whatever it is now yes yes um, I've are you been, keeping up with all that I stuff I just got onto the other day <laughs> and I put in uh, what can you tell me I should be teaching to a 16 year old about Brett 
it came up with an amazing answer. Yeah. And uh, yeah. so what you can do is, it's, I think... It's a strange world we're moving into, isn't it? <laughs> it's, a, it's a brave new world. <laughs> it is. And uh, I, um, I think just, uh, I would say collaborate. And I think I've been in an environment where that has been fantastic. Are you happy that you've spent your years teaching drama from, from sort of the, the grassroots, let's say, to, oh, to yeah. now? Yeah, I, I would never regret teaching drama. It's, yeah. it's been the highlight of my career yeah. along with my – and I've loved teaching religious education, but for me the energy that I've got from drama has enabled me to stay in teaching. Yes. I don't think if I had been able to do that – I agree. I could not have stayed in teaching. Yeah, mm. I agree with you wholeheartedly there. I, I, I feel exactly the same. Mm. So you've spoken a little bit about your drama, Victoria, your involvement, et cetera, et cetera. So let's finish off with any artefacts that you've got, any pictures and anything else that you can bring to the interview. Right. Well, I just I, I went through a couple of things. Obviously, I've got the little – Mermaid here. I've got each year as we do this Scott College production. I've had uh, the we do a wind cheer. There's the Sound of Music one there. That was uh, one of the last ones we did before COVID. You can see it's probably got a few stain, food stains on it from the uh, probably from. <laughs> and you obviously still wear it, yeah. Yeah, and one of the, the lead per, um, uh, student in that has gone and uh, done teaching. She's back doing tutoring at our college at the moment, and mm-hmm. uh, is interested in getting a job there. She was a marvel. Uh, so uh, Isabel Jenkins was a fantastic student we had there and great to see her back there was the set of music. Uh, we had a, a student uh, who had the lead role in that who had uh, cystic fibrosis okay. and she was absolutely fantastic and she was an incredibly talented kid. Uh, we've had a number of students in those productions who have had special needs and uh, we've never knocked back Don't kids. they thrive? They have. It's been they th- a, yeah. Really, they're, they're the ones who just absolutely amaze me. Yeah. In yeah. what they can do mm. and how they can embody characters and how they can just really be focused. Yeah. Um, it's really and, – and they're real great role models for the rest of the kids. It, yeah, the courage they show. Yes. Um, and just the, the idea of I think the value of inclusiveness in our mm. school is very big. So uh, we've had uh, those productions. We always get the windshedders made. We put the posters up around the school. That, that's been fantastic. I think very early on, I used to, uh, when I do productions with uh, my year 11s or 12s, I'd get a uh, something to stick up in yes, the drama area. Yes, yes, yes. The cast and uh, their, uh, their names underneath it, the name of the production. That was... Uh, that's a, that's a great idea. Just the classroom one, yeah. Yeah, that was the classroom yeah, one. We did just uh, we did um, something done by Emma McFadgen. Uh, this was uh, No More Exile by I think that was Louis Nera as well. Uh, we did that. It's great. That Louis was Nera. fantastic. Yeah. I love it. And the, the kids were just amazing. Yeah. Uh, but uh, I think the other thing we celebrated was that we have a very multicultural school and getting some of our population whose um, cultural background doesn't necessarily value drama, getting them into doing mm. drama, mm. we always celebrated. To mm. get them moving away from what their parents considered academic subjects to seeing the value of drama, I've always found fantastic. So we've always celebrated that level of inclusiveness as How well. How beautiful. Mm. So one last thing, when you retire next year, did you say? Or At the, the end year? of next year. The end of next year. Yeah. What are you going to do with yourself? Well, uh, that's, that's what every drama teacher's <laughs> dilemma is, I think. It's interesting. My, my friend Stephen, is, uh, he's working towards, he wants to get involved in amateur theatre. I'd love to do something mm, like that. I'd love mm. to uh, work in any form of drama I can. Uh, I, uh, I guess, you know, I, I have it a It gets a mental, in our blood and it doesn't go away. I, you know, I'd really love to do some, uh, some comedy writing. I'd love to do some... Oh, yeah. uh, I've been doing uh, some... Uh, what do you call it, comparing of, of stuff. I, we had a, 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 
Kildare Ministries is something I work for. They had a uh, conference up in Sydney a couple of years ago. They asked me to be the uh, the entertainment. So oh yeah, that's I, been, uh, I could see you doing that. It was yeah. fun. It was, it was able all your to do experience like in comedy. Minutes of stand up yeah. for that, and uh, I love doing that. So I, I'm still interested in writing and uh, some level of performance, or just being in the background. Somehow. And what are your kids doing now? What are your boys doing? Uh, one of my sons is uh, they're both uh, teaching. English is a second language in the city. Okay. Uh, one of them wants to travel. The uh, One of them uh, is, works for Samsung. He was interested in going back and doing a drama course. They, but they were both interested. One of them tried out for the Victorian College of the Arts, didn't mm-hmm. get in. But I think they're still interested in some aspect of it. That's yeah. great. Mm. Look, it's been a, an absolute pleasure talking to you and your enthusiasm and how happy eyes that you have because of the, the work that you do. So thank you very much for sharing. It's been absolutely beautiful. Thanks, Nina. I really enjoyed the chat. Thank great. You. Thank Good. you. Good.